Real fake fact. Penny for your thoughts is how Edison stole all those patents. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what it was, yeah. <laughs> Should have seen Tesla's face. <laughs> he that, really needed that penny. <laughs> got that bright, shiny penny, looked up and went, what am I supposed to do with this? I can't feed my pigeon with this. She's going to be furious when I get home. <laughs> This day and age To read any good news On the newspaper page And love and tradition Of the grand design Some people say It's even harder to find Well then there must be Some magic clue Inside these gentle walls Cause all I see Is a tower of dreams Real love bursting out of every scene Welcome to the Geek Out Heroes. This is Vargo. This and is Miles. Oh. It's been a while, so it has been trying, a while. To get, trying to get everything back into sync is going to be a pain in the ass. <laughs> I was going to say, norm, normally I'm last, but then I'm not, and then everything's happening. What's going on? COVID. <laughs> so, um, I liked that uh, That's the Spirit Halloween stores thing closing. Uh, yeah, right. I lost that. that was that was pretty funny. It's all part of their little, little Just more outlets. It's their <laughs> it's their scheme with China. That's what they've been doing. China has a large investment with uh, with spirit Halloween stores. That's what it is. Right. <laughs> um. So, listeners, really quick uh, to start us out. I so I was talking to the guys about this. Uh, was I think it was yesterday. I did not realize, like I thought Elon Musk was a smart person. <laughs> uh, and then I heard what his kid's name is and went, what? <laughs> like, seriously? Like that's, that's the name of your kid. Like all I can think of is like when they, when they were naming the kid, she, who like, if you saw uh, Grimes, his, uh, what he calls his partner, uh, his girlfriend. Um, if you saw her, you'd, you'd think, man, she's crazier than a bag of hammers just looking at her. Uh, so her side of things makes sense. But when you, you, you hear him talk about it, like all I can think of is he must've been hearing like when they were like, sir, uh, you know, your, your son, your son's coming into the world. He must've been thinking, Oh, the new Tesla is coming off the lot. Call it the a 12 name it after my favorite plane. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, and, and what's even funnier is the fact they can't even agree on how to pronounce his name. So, listeners, in case you don't know, yeah, the kid, that poor 
That poor fucking kid. That that kid is that kid is freaking screwed. Uh, he's gonna have to change his own name uh, in the future because fucking Christ, like his name is X, and then the pronunciation symbol uh, A E, which uh, which like when when you look at them, they're they're put together. It looks like a really cool symbol. It does not sound like a really cool symbol because uh, she thinks it's it's pronounced A I. Uh, Elon Musk thinks it's pronounced Ash, which if uh, I think you're looking at another language or like a, a foreign language, that's true. Um, but in uh, English, uh, it's pronounced ah. <laughs> it, it's the A sounding cat. <laughs> so eh. it's eh. <laughs> so eh. X eh, A12 Musk. Like that is the dumbest fucking thing I have ever heard. And I sat there going like I was watching an interview with him and uh, Joe Rogan. And you could tell Joe, oh, Joe was trying know. to be, he got him high. Yeah, yeah. But Joe was trying to be not mean or rude about it. Just kind of like, yeah. So like, you know, basically congratulated him. He, he did the kind thing and said, you know, glad you have a kid. Glad he's in good, you know, glad he's okay. Glad he's healthy. Uh, that kind of stuff, and uh, said, uh, then then asked, so how do you pronounce that? <laughs> and uh, Elon went into this, you know, you know, basically this thing about, well, it's X, and then the symbol is pronounced Ash, and I went, that still sounds terrible. Uh, and he goes, and then it's A12 after my favorite plane, the predecessor to the SR-71. And I went, well, first of all, the A12, not as cool as the SR-71. It's it's the predecessor for a reason. Um, <laughs> it's a cool plane. Just it's it's not as cool. Sorry. Uh, and uh, he goes, he goes, you know, and and that's that's it. It's you know, it's X Ash A twelve. And I went, you named your kid a fucking car. <laughs> like, what the hell, man? Like, wh- why would you at any point go? This is a good idea, or not talk to your your partner and say. Hey, maybe we should rethink this and maybe you should not be as crazy as you seem. Just <laughs> I'm surprised throwing this out. Kid's there. name isn't Tesla flamethrower. Right. Musk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tesla flamethrower. Like I, you know, why not? I think he tries to act smarter than he's trying to act too smart. I'm gonna name my kid something smart. Like I think that in, in the future and then he comes out like looking like an idiot. designations. <laughs> Right. Yeah. yeah when we have barcodes printed on the back of our skulls and the robots are controlling everything, Elon. I know, right? It's That's crazy. absolutely true. So maybe you're preparing him for the future that, you know, the, the dystopian t- term that you're going to be the one that's. Yeah. And he's going to be the one who, who fucks all that maybe, up for everybody. Maybe that's yeah. it. So, I mean, you know, nonetheless, uh, I'm, it's good to, yeah, it's good to hear that the kid's going to be healthy. Uh, it's sad to see that his mom is probably fucking crazy and that his dad isn't as smart as I thought he would be, so that kid's going to end up being dumber than a bag of hammers, more than likely because of his parents. Um, and uh, that's you know that's that's unfortunate. Can't, but we'll can't cure stupid. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens in the future when the kid's a twelve year old and is partying in a in a, in a hotel room somewhere. Everyone's going to go. I don't know what went wrong, and we're all going to go. Yeah, we do. Right there, <laughs> the, the, name. the name right there tells everything. Says it all. Right. Like, would would you behave or be a normal per like person at all if the if your name was this seriously? 
God, man, like it, Miles, you made a good point. Like it makes it makes the name Northwest seem normal, seem re- less stupid. Yeah, yeah, that that seems normal now. Or what did uh, uh, who named their kid Apple? I don't know. Michael Jackson used to call his kid Blanket. Right. So. No, I forgot one one couple named their kid Apple. That wouldn't surprise I me. I remember that. And I, f- I forgot who it was. So listeners, this just Wait. gives more credence to why you should never listen to famous people. Because they're fucking nuts. Yeah. Well, it's like what you we were and, talking you about. You and I, yesterday. listeners, like, wouldn't name our they kid They don't this. live on the... Well, it's not even that. It's just the fact that they live in a completely different reality. Like, there is just... Like, they just don't live... <laughs> like. You just where they live compared to where the rest of humanity lives, just two separate yeah, worlds. Trying to explain, like, trying to try like properly explain it is the equivalent yeah. of trying to so you know somebody uh, or actually you know what uh, trying to properly explain it is more like uh, that guy from Empire Records where he tries to explain that you know what's her name's going to Harvard where guys rowboats and eat ivy. It's just, <laughs> it's just like it's another world, man. Like that's that's where that's that's where it kind of it, feels it like really is though it. like. I, like I can't, I can't fathom being that famous and that wealthy. It's just a whole nother reality. Like you just cannot, like they just can't relate. Like that's I how can, far. But, I, but I've seen, I, but I've seen other celebrities who handle it well and are completely down to earth and aren't sure. fucking crazy. <laughs> oh yeah, there's 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 a few out there. It's it's a very uh, small few listeners, very tiny. Like oh yeah, you could probably count them on at least one hand <laughs> on the fact that like. Okay, Probably. this person's down to earth, this person's down to earth, this person's down to earth, and then you'll come across one that you think might be down to earth, and you find out, nope, they're fucking crazy too, and you're like, well, I'm still at three. <laughs> yeah, I just had to because, I just had to bring that up, like, wow. Yeah, it's it's insane, man. Like by the way, we need to have little Richard played on the Oh, topic. for the intro or for the outro. Yeah, dude. Absolutely. Why? He passed away. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, 87. They, God bless. Did they immediately he say was it was COVID? No. <laughs> I think all I don't he knows know what... he didn't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you think he went out saying "Good golly, Miss Molly"? Um, but no, yeah, it, that that was sad to hear. Actually, little Richard, man, he's a legend. Yeah. Um. No, I thought you were gonna start off with the whole Star Wars rant. Nope. We're gonna we're gonna end with Star oh, Wars. Right. Oh, okay. That way, if it, that way, if it goes that. long, it's easier, it's easier to cut down. It's uh, <laughs> fair. So uh, this is true. <laughs> real quick, listeners, update on Destiny Two. Miles and I have been playing, and uh, we still stand by the fact, that, yeah. You, if you're if you haven't been playing for a while and you're looking at maybe jumping back in, Destiny Two is a good thing to jump back into now. Uh, I did get paid. I might do it. It's it's got a lot of fun stuff in there. A lot of cool things for explorers. Like that that was There's that's no one of the big things. Um, yeah. I can't fix that, man. Just you have MLB the show, then stick with that. Uh, but we can't play that with you. <laughs> Just saying, like we can we can participate and act like we're. Well, watching you can. Game. Hold on, hold on, hold on. You can play that with me. You just don't want to, and that's fine. <laughs> well, what would be the fun of me losing? I don't know. I lose all the time. I'm still having the last. Yeah, but putting as many know. of his players on the bench as possible from all the beanings. you lost the game 20 to nothing yeah but i put a lot of his fuckers on the bench it's like uh i injured every single one of his players that youtuber kevin kevin go hd oh my god 
I fucking love that dude. He is. He even admits like he's not that good, and just watching him play when he loses, it's so fucking hysterical. Like, See, listeners, what you've missed. I started talking about Destiny, and Loach brought it into baseball. Yep. How does that work? It <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I might get back into Destiny. I think it maybe. Hopefully, it's a little. Maybe there might be a sale. Soon, I know they have their big summer sales starting to hit soon, so um, maybe I'll be a part of it again. So one of the things that I need to bring up, listeners, is the fact that with uh, Destiny 2, like Miles and I have been away for longer than a year. Uh, we missed two two DLCs uh, to help out with uh, timeline wise. We both we we missed uh, we missed uh, Forsaken and Shadowkeep uh, when they launched. Dude, I don't. When we talk about like when we were talking about like the weapons and stuff like that. And the stuff they could have done, and and I, in my opinion, still should have done to implement older weapons. That was after they had done Shadowkeep, and with Shadowkeep, they had done or not Shadowkeep, uh, but that was after they uh, had cha- made changes with uh, Forsaken. So Forsaken, like re- right. like brought back in with weapons coming in, would have uh, random uh, rolls again, and uh, some weapons like some older weapons have random rolls. Some weapons never changed. And they knew that like people were pissed off from destiny one when they did the year one to year two stuff. And I still remember this because I still have these guns or the, the guns that were the best for, uh, from year one, uh, that could never be brought up to year two. And they're like, well, they're just stuck at light level, like 170, I think it was. You said they're going, well, that, that sucked. And I still kept those, those guns because when you took them into the, uh, I think it's Atheon's, uh, raid, those guns were badass. I, you know, freaking loved those weapons. Uh, so you still used them in the old raid, but they were useless going forward into the newer stuff. So in order to negate that, they decided, well, we'll let you guys bring them up in light level, but we won't change the mastery work, even though the mastery work was never like a great thing. The only thing that was good from the mastery work was getting orbs drop or orb drops. And that was great for masterworks. The downside is, is that the masterwork perk usually was just crap. Like it was like a faster reload and you'd sometimes get a faster reload on a weapon that already had an incredible reload time. So you're like, well, that doesn't really help me. I think I stopped playing prior to all that. Actually, I don't think I was around for the masterwork stuff. Yeah, I don't think I was. Are you I'm 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 talking about this stuff was in Destiny 2 uh, masterworks. Uh, Uh, I. The the I don't so I'm just explaining that's how, like that's with how long 2, it's been. <laughs> so like with Destiny two they they decided well we'll let you bring them bring up the old weapons and some of the old weapons listeners Miles and I still use are, are using the old weapons just for the simple fact that some of them are just completely kick ass and still can't be beat like some oh, yeah. of the newer weapons are complete garbage and part of that has to do with the rolls that we're getting but also they're just not as good they're not as effective they're not as well balanced like we just sit there going man like. When you introduce new weapons and you have this, you know, this new uh, mod system, the the new weapons should, the mod system should be able to change how the weapons work and how they how they function. That was one of the things I actually liked from Destiny One was you originally had those uh, different categories you could turn on and off to affect, you know, reload handling stuff like that, and they still sort of had that have that in two. It's just not as robust in my opinion. Yeah. It's not as prevalent, which is weird to say, uh, <laughs> because Destiny One, when you go like when you look at like the skill tree stuff and stuff like that, Destiny Two is far higher in that aspect than Destiny One was. 
when I see these, when I see these things, I go, man, like I eat, like it just reinforces the fact that they could have actually taken destiny one and reintegrated it and integrated it into destiny two and, and made that transition. And Steve, I know you disagree with me because of like partially because of the fact that there were people still playing on uh, PS3 and Xbox 360 consoles, but uh, those consoles weren't supported for the entirety of Destiny 1. They weren't supported throughout the entirety of uh, all of their DLC. In fact, there was a point where they cut it off and they did say you have to switch over to, to the new consoles to play this new DLC. So that that wasn't the problem actually like i had to go back and look it up like that wasn't really the issue the the issue the, their issue was they were saying that oh we have to make so many changes to destiny 1 in order to make it work with destiny 2 that it basically creates a lot of work well yeah to create an expansive universe it would be a lot of work uh and that's the whole point that's what destiny was originally supposed to be was this expansive universe that would constantly grow and big and get or and get bigger and and just be this massive a universe for us to explore. And they, the, the moment they were, they were basically saying that they were going to go over to destiny two, they dropped that idea. And well, yeah, they were talking about the whole 10 year plan thing. And, and that's going like, to, that's going to, that makes me even more concerned for destiny three. When they go over to destiny three, I think they're going to do the same thing. I think they're going to screw over their players. I think you guys are going to lose everything you had. I think you guys are going to, I think they're going to switch over to destiny three and just say, yep, you have to start over again. For some reason, I, because that's why this new attack, choice. this new enemy is coming in. Yeah, I don't think they have a choice because they kind of they put themselves in that corner. I mean, that's basically what they did. Well, they, they have a they choice. Cornered, they cornered them. Well, I, I mean, but I feel like I don't know. I I think they personally put themselves in their corner, like they did with Destiny One, and they're like, okay, cool. Well, we're gonna have to start all over, and they might use that as an excuse for Destiny Three. Because I know you guys were you guys were not not complaining, but you guys were talking about how you guys would be really pissed if after all this work that you've done for Destiny Two, and then you just have to start right the fuck over again on Destiny Three. I get it. I can see a lot of people like we're done. Like fuck that shit. <laughs> like, yeah, and a lot of a lot of people buy into the whole we have no choice. No, they absolutely do have a choice. They absolutely do have a choice. They had a choice. They even had a choice with Destiny One. It didn't seem like it at the time. But looking at looking at other systems, looking at other games and how they've handled and how they've expanded their own worlds, they absolutely had a choice. They could have done a oh, Destiny dude. revise and brought it in and 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 had that for I, Destiny two and bring it in. And and they haven't really painted themselves into a corner because what they've done is they've just set presence for what they're what they're going to do. Not we've painted at, ourselves into a corner. Look at Grand Theft Auto. Look at Grand Theft Auto online. That's ridiculous. They, they still keep adding shit on there. Yeah. And that game's been out for, what, six, seven years? And they're and they're now just yes. discussing that the next DLC they drop for Grand Theft Auto Online will be the last. I was like, yeah, after it's, seven, it's eight... It's arguably like a little bit different because Grand Theft, Auto, well, Grand Theft Auto 5 doesn't expand in the fact that it doesn't add new levels and new worlds. True. But, I get that, but there's a lot to do. When you're constantly keeping... A game, that, an online game, it's almost like WoW. I mean, I never played WoW. I mean, that's Miles. I think you have, right? Oh yeah, long time ago. Yeah. Like when you keep, if once you get to that level, then you could sit there and be like, yeah, we have a ten-year plan. Where when they drop Destiny One, they're like, yeah, we got a ten-year plan, and then they reboot. You're like, mm, <laughs> there goes that ten-year plan of yours. Like, I'm afraid that that's going to happen to you guys again with three. 
Like, I, I feel bad. The one person I do feel bad the most for is Steve. Because Steve puts hours into that game. Like, well, it's not days, just that. Like, the, the that equipment game. that you have in it, like, some of the stuff, like, some of the stuff we have in it, like, that we're getting in it are badass. And we're sitting there going, yeah. if we lose this stuff, if we don't have this stuff in the next game, like, if for some reason they decide to do, oh, well, uh, like, this is the thing that's going to happen. And I like if if this takes place, listeners, this is exactly what's going to happen. Destiny is going to make the statement of in order for us to continue with Destiny 3 and to bring everything over, some of these systems from Destiny 2 wouldn't work. So that's what we're going to have to do is start over. Well, I hate to tell you this, Bungie, Warframe runs into that all the time. And that's why they create revises of their old shit so they can add it to the new shit. That's that's how that works. That's how an expansive work work or world works. So that's not an excuse. So then they're going to turn and be like, well, and then we're going to have this. Uh, we're going to have an event at the beginning of Destiny Three that's going to be the start of the story, and it's basically going to be the big bad, you know, pyramid bad guys showing <laughs> the intro. up. You know, it's yeah, it's it's going to be the big bad pyramid guys showing up, wrecking our shit. We're going to lose, and then we're going to then we're going to have to go get all of our crap back again going to be basically the same story that we got with destiny 2 yeah it works once and yeah that that works once that doesn't you know you can't do metroid prime every fucking time for every goddamn game they're basically what they're doing is what they do in sport games every year you start over like that's exactly sports games what has different players <laughs> i get that hold on but and i get that but what i'm saying is like a lot of people were complaining about how you know, a lot of people are grind for these like ultimate teams and everything like with baseball and Madden and all that. And they want to bring some of their cards over and, you know, the cards that they really earned and everything like that. I mean, it, it to me, it sounds like the same thing with Destiny. Destiny is going to use the excuses like, well, we'll just have to start over. Well, sport games do that and they're kind of pissing people off already right now with that stuff. So well, do you I... really think it's going to be smart to keep rehashing the same shit? I like I, I understand what you're getting at. I don't see those things as uh, as that similar, but uh, sports games. I mean, I don't I don't have any. I don't feel bad for people who buy sports games because you buy them every year and you still give them your money, so you're not really fixing oh. your own system. So I'm fine. I'm fine with it. <laughs> I, I'm uh, okay with it. I put my, I I get my money's worth. That's for sure. And that's that's fine. But if you but but having your you know having your ultimate team and rebuilding that every year not the same thing if they were to create ultimate team and make it last forever from once from one game to the next and just carry things over well you're not really giving a chance to players so you'd have to create a different league for that this isn't where you're leaving other players in the dust if you bring your stuff your own stuff over to the new system and that's the argument that's going to be made for for destiny 3 i guarantee it they're gonna be well what about the new players coming in Fuck the new players. The new players aren't having to deal with us. They're not having to. They're not having to go up against these legendary weapons in reality because Crucible nerfs everything. And on top of that, if your matchmaking system is working in Crucible in the first place, it shouldn't be putting vets against new players regardless. So that's on Bungie. <laughs> so if you're going to create this world, they need to consider. Okay, we're no longer going to call these Destiny 2, Destiny 3. We're just going to have Destiny again. We're just going to go back to Destiny and we're going to expand our world again. And if you're going to do that, then Bungie needs to seriously consider going back and saying, okay, let's bring in the old Destiny content. Let's revise Destiny and, and bring it into Destiny 2 and just make one cohesive universe. And I know that's a lot of work. And I know I'm probably going to get a lot of, you know, a lot of, kickback from that from from even steve and say that's not possible it's 
absolutely possible, man. I, I'm telling you, Steve, if you play Warframe with us, you will sit there and go, holy shit, it's absolutely possible. It's just time and money. It's just yeah, time. It's just time and money. And I realize that they're completely different models. One's a free to play. One's not. The way I'm looking at Destiny right now is the same way I look at Diablo in all reality. Um, you know, you start over each time, but I mean, it's a different, you know, kind of saga in the tale, a different tale in the saga. Um, well, with Diablo, it makes sense. You're, you're different character every time. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean that, I mean, you know, you don't take uh, your barbarian from, you know, two and put him in three or anything like that. Um, no, but I, if it were a continuation of that same person's story, you would expect it to. Right. But if they go that route, if they want to make a Destiny 3, yeah, uh, I think that's kind of what they would have to do. They would have to, I think they would have to find just a different different place and point in time, uh, you know, out in the universe dealing with more or less the same shit. And that's the only way you could really excuse starting over. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, but it would have to be like a whole new world. I mean, just <laughs> a whole new world. Exactly. Um, it would it, no, but in all seriousness, it would have to be complete nothing from two, nothing from one. Exactly. Completely brand. Yeah, you would have to have like some kind of cataclysmic event. Trade in the old card, get the new one. <laughs> yeah. It would have to be some kind of cataclysmic event in the game to cause you to go, oh, okay, I'm actually starting over. This is a new character. Um, yeah. Because... This is this is a different solar system. This is, you know, different, yeah, different events yeah. are going on. Yeah, And, and you can and still that, have that would it be in cool. the Destiny universe. That I could see, so. but I don't think Destiny... I don't think Bungie's going to do it. I think Bungie's... I oh, honestly think Bungie's going to make the same mistake they did with two. Probably. They're going to go... Yep, you have to start all over. You you lose all your weapons, and this is why. Here's why: because we we couldn't implement the old stuff into the new stuff. Well, no, that's not really it. it. the The real reason is it would it would be a lot of work to do that, but you could do it. You just didn't want to because of the extra work. And your original hoping, character got raptured. Yeah, yeah I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping I'm hoping that mentality's kind of gone away because. What uh, and I honestly, listeners, I I really do believe this. Activision absolutely is the reason why you ended up with the Destiny Two, because Activision wanted yeah. a new product, they wanted more money, they wanted to make sure that they could, you know, cash in as much as much money as possible, and basically force us to buy more game, and that's that's what they were going for. They were like, well, if we just turn Destiny Two into an expansion, well, we can't charge sixty bucks for that, and there's a lot of work going into this. So let's mm-hmm. charge 60 bucks for it. So that completely scraps any ideas that Bungie had of just expanding the universe they created to begin with. Right. Saying that, oh, well, we have we had new graphical systems and stuff like that going into the next des- the, the next Destiny. Well, yeah, but a lot of those same elements that you used in Destiny 1 were basically just upgraded for Destiny 2, and we've seen them, and that includes character designs and stuff like that. So you can't tell us that you couldn't bring this into this simply by saying to your gamers that, yeah, you have to download the game again, essentially. You're having to download the latest patches, basically a a new game to revise the old shit and to bring in the new shit. Huh? Weird that I'm pretty sure this, I'm I'm pretty sure gamers would have been like, okay, but I get to keep all my still old stuff. Yeah. You keep all your old stuff. You get all your old raids. It's just going over to the new stuff. What happens to the previous generation? Well, the previous generation is already fucking dead and we're no longer supporting that. It's been four years. 
okay, well, we're leaving the old generation behind. That happens. It's not something new. Consoles have been dealing with that for generations now, and the idea of people getting upset over the fact that they would no longer be supporting Destiny uh, further on PS3 or Xbox 360 is ludicrous. So why why even do the Destiny 2? Well, it had to be Activision. It had to be the fact that they had a publisher sitting there going, you need to make us more money. Figure it out. Well, we can launch a new game, gives us $60, and also fix, you know, we can also fix a lot of our old systems that we, we haven't been able to, or that, were, that, that are considered broken by a lot of gamers in Destiny 1. And we could reuse a lot of fucking assets. <laughs> yeah, and we can reuse a lot of fucking assets. You can't tell me there's not reused assets, listeners. We've gone through. We've we've actually looked at them. And we're like, this is a reused asset. This is reused. This is reused. I mean, shit. When you look at the Taken King, you see it everywhere with the Hive. They might be slightly upgraded, but that's about it. It's not truly new. It's not redesigned. It's just one of those things. Where like, yeah, you guys, you guys missed a step here, and I don't want to see it happen again with Destiny Three. And I'm almost positive it's going to. But in the meantime, is Destiny 2 right now where you're at? Like where they're at with Forsaken, you know, Shadowkeep, are those worth coming back for? Yeah, they're good experiences. They're a lot of fun. And if you had some really cool shit before, you're going to get some cool shit now. Just keep the, the, the guns that coincide with one another, like the, the mighty, you know, multi-tool and the mighty mini tool. Well, those scrap them still and kick remake them. <laughs> yeah, you can scrap them and remake them. Yeah. It's easier than to, trying to bring them up and level. I don't even think it. I don't even think it's it cheaper, anyways. Yeah, it, it's cheaper. Ball trash, man. As, as you level up, you can just go back and scrap them and remake them to a level that's <laughs> closer all, to yours. It's all garbage, dude. <laughs> Meanwhile, in other news, listeners, I had I had The Last of Us two spoiled for me, but I will keep this without spoilers or anything like that. I'm not going to talk about the spoilers at all. But I will say that after hearing about the spoiler going and confirming it, seeing all of the spoiler stuff for it. I don't understand the overreaction of people losing their shit over what happens. It's the last of us two. It's practically the walking dead. Bad shit's going to happen. But after reading all the spoilers and watching everything, my reaction was basically this. Wait, this is why this is why people are pissed. Really? This is it. Seriously? You guys are mad about this? I mean, for fuck's sake, it's not like you were being given an ending that gave you three choices and only three fucking color filters for the same choice, roughly. What the fuck? I still think that it's part of a narrative that they're trying to show in the in the game that it is all planned out. And it doesn't seem like something that's really bent on trying to make a specific statement about anything. Uh, it's just a you know story of, a, of the circle of violence. So will I be upset when I play the game? Probably. Is it going to prevent me from playing the game? No. Uh, I will say that I won't be able to play the game for quite some time because I just don't have the money for it, so I had to cancel my pre-order regardless. And eventually, hopefully, I'll pick it up. But I'm still looking forward to playing it. Has it quelled any of my expectations, really? No, not really. But my expectations have been kind of quelled since they started having problems with development. It's still I'm still really looking forward to playing the game. So that that's something that's still one of my most anticipated games for the year. But it's not something that I sat there going, is it it's going to be better than the first one? I have never expected it to be better than the first one. The first one was practically perfect and the ending was practically perfect. Had they just left it at that, I would have been completely content. And hopefully people take a chance to calm the hell down and realize that you're playing a game that takes place in a universe that's really, really, really about good people and bad shit happening to them. 
it's not a universe that's that's guaranteed where everybody's guaranteed to live. It's not a universe where everyone's guaranteed to have a happy ending. I mean, the first one doesn't even really have a happy ending. It just has a really good ending and perfect ending that fit. So calm down, give the game a chance and don't lose your shit over a promise that you've built up in your head that never existed in the first place. Anyways, uh, moving on. Uh, This is good news for some and bad news for me. EA announced that Jedi Fallen Order is going to become a new franchise. A lot of people are really happy about this. I'm not. Uh, I felt like that that move or that game kind of told the story that it needed to tell, and I could see them continuing with a sequel, but I don't really want one because at the same time, anytime EA has turned something into a franchise, they fucking kill it. Right. So that's why I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't want a sequel. I don't want a franchise. Um, you guys have a tendency to really fumble the ball on that shit. If you do another one, can they make it like God of War? Not Dark Souls. Yeah, can can we fix some of the controls? <laughs> Fuck. Um, Fucking hate those mechanics. I, I I haven't finished the game. I struggle because I just I hate the mechanics. I just can't get into it. I don't enjoy it. I love the story. Yeah. So far, like I haven't finished it, but I mean, I'm, I'm able to work around it. it. It's not mechanics. as it's not as difficult as Dark Souls, but. Yeah, I get. It. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean, Dark Dark Souls has zero forgiveness when you fuck. Oh, up. I know. There's, I there's know. a big difference, but uh, but I don't. I did, but I, I didn't enjoy, enjoy it. it. <laughs> I didn't yeah. enjoy that. That's the thing, play. though. But that's the thing. Not is nearly is as the gameplay. Yeah. Yeah, but the gameplay to me is just—it's not fun. So I'd rather have something. I mean, we've talked about this before. I'd rather have God God of War in there. Yep. Those type of mechanics. I rather, smoother, yeah, I'd rather have fluidity than, than uh, this, you know, eh, this Perry, is, Perry, stab. <laughs> Perry, Perry, dodge out of the way. Hit. Stab. Like, you still have that stuff in God of War, listeners, but it's fast and it's really, really, like, well cool. done. It's really, it's really, <laughs> it's just, it's really smooth. It's really fluid. The reason why I got game of the year. So, uh, yeah, the Jedi Fallen Order kind of that kind of bums me out that it's becoming a franchise. Um, we'll see what they do with the next one. Listeners, I know I tend to have a, a bad outlook on anything EA, and that's partly why. And I know that it's Respawn, but uh, Respawn's not a massive development studio, and you're going to tell me that they're still working on a Titanfall 3 and they're going to start making Jedi Fallen Order. How much stress is that going to be putting on their studio? How much crunch mm-hmm. is EA going to be throwing their way just to make sure, oh, we have to have another Star Wars release. Well, we're not done with our other game. We'll finish the other game. They're not exactly the the most understanding publisher out there. I mean, next to Activision, they're one of the worst. So yeah, we'll see how uh, how much uh, Respawn CEO stands up for him, tries to protect right? him, especially now since he's gone over to Dice. Oh, did he? I didn't yeah. hear that. He's uh, the the head of uh, respawn yeah, switched over to dice. dice. Supposedly, it's one of those things. Of like you can you can tell it's one of those things of we saw what you did with respawn. We need you to go fix this this company now. Pretty much. So he's now he's now basically over at Dice, and uh, he's probably the one who came with the decision of we need to stop Battlefield Five and uh, just scrap that and focus on the next Battlefield and and make a better experience. Which hopefully Battlefield 
six or whatever the fuck they want to battlefield H battlefield. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, 10, whatever X, they want to call it. X, X, uh, 8, battlefield infinite, uh, battlefield infinite. It's probably going to be an infinite title. Yeah. Uh, games as a service games as a service is a big push in ea so wouldn't be surprised if it's one of those it's it's a permanent games as a service it's an ever-expanding battlefield where you you're you're stuck in world war ii or you know future world war three whatever that would suck um <laughs> i want them to make an army men one battlefield <laughs> <Toys> of war <laughs> um so we'll you know we'll see what happens it, you know, it, it's it's kind of up in the air, listeners. I have low expectations, though. So yeah. low expectations on everything. Yeah. When when uh, shoot for the I curve. don't have everything above its gravy. Above its gravy. I don't have expectations. Period. Really, with the company um, gaming industry, I like to be surprised. <laughs> so speaking of quelling expectations, so apparently there was a lot of expectations for Xbox's Inside event that happened this past week. And it didn't go so great. Um, uh, the word gameplay was thrown around like a buzzword a lot. And, um, and thankfully, apparently neither Xbox or Ubisoft knew what that word actually means, especially to gamers. So uh, they got a lot of backlash. They got a lot of people contacting them and telling them, Hey, this wasn't gameplay. They got a lot of bad feedback, especially on YouTube. They're, uh, YouTube page that actually posted the entire pre- the entire presentation uh, was downvoted very much so. I mean, they had twenty thousand upvotes and like thirty eight thousand downvotes. Um, so that that kind of tells you that a lot of people were just like, yeah, it, it, it wasn't just like people were just like, I hate Xbox, fuck Xbox, PlayStation Five all the way. It was mostly people going, this wasn't gameplay. You guys toted gameplay. Even in what you said, you said gameplay, and then you said trailers and snippets. You, we thought you meant gameplay and trailers and snippets, not gameplay trailers, which isn't gameplay. Those are in-engine, you know, cinematics that you that you create that look badass, but isn't what a gamer experience is. You know. You, when you're playing Assassin's Creed and a guy's going in for the kill, you don't angle unless you're really fucking good at this. You don't angle the camera down low underneath the guy so you're getting an upward angle of your character coming in for the kill. That just doesn't happen in the game. You 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 play the game like a normal fucking gamer. You're not, you know, Mark, you know, you're not Scorsese behind the behind the controller. All right, I got to get this camera angle right so I can record this. Uh it's just really funny yeah, the that key word is play yeah <laughs> it's just really funny that they thought that's gameplay well no you had you had a little bit of gameplay with you know sprinkled throughout the whole presentation which i think was made up like somebody did a time and made up like a total of like a minute and 20 seconds uh between all games most of which i think belong to ascent yeah um, i think that one had the most actual gameplay shown so yeah that was that was that was an issue and but the nice thing is is uh there there were some people who were coming to xbox's defense of saying oh that's not what they said blah 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 no 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 uh microsoft even microsoft even came out their marketing director for xbox uh came forward and said hey you know we actually kind of fucked up here and we 
you know, people's expectations were something differently. And we, we didn't really clarify what was actually happening for this. And had we, you know, and, and this is his actual words. Had they actually just called it a Xbox inside and given the date, uh, expectations probably would have been, uh, norm, you know, the norm of what they would be presenting, but instead they, they kind of got a little too excited and named off things like we're going to be seeing gameplay from this, you know, and that's what, that's what took place. And he said, you know, that was our, you know, basically he's at at that, at that point, he's basically saying this was our bad. We, we kind of screwed up on this and uh, we'll, we'll try to clarify and be a little more uh, open about it or not really open about it, but a little more specific about it uh, next time and uh, not use the buzzword gameplay for just everything. Um, No, and that's, that goes to illustrate the issue that we've talked about for a long time too, is that, a lot of these game companies, be it Xbox or any third party, almost any third party, um, certainly the first party game uh, developers, that they're out of touch. Like, yeah, nobody at any given point in time when this thing was being planned and marketed, did nobody stand up and say, hey, why are we using the term gameplay? Like, yeah. when we're not showing that. Nobody said that. Clearly, I guarantee you it was because in marketing, somebody says gameplay like they hear gameplay. It's a buzzword. People immediately want to tune in and watch. And that was the whole thing. Like, oh, well, it's gameplay because it's, you know, it's being done in in engine. Well, in engine does not mean gameplay In engine to a gamer means concept. This is conceptually what the game will look like, not what we will actually get. Yeah. Or cut scenes or something of that. It's, It's not, you know, it's. It, it, there's a big difference between when we see gameplay and not when we see gameplay, like gameplay is when God of war first showed itself off on the stage at E3 and you had Corey Barlog or Barlog in the, in the background playing the game, like physically playing the game and showing this is yeah. real. This is actually happening on, on screen. I'm playing it. That's gameplay. Yeah. Somebody's got their hands on it. It's being demonstrated. Yeah. It's when, <laughs> when we see it, a cinematic or when we see a trailer put together for it, that's not gameplay. When, when we clearly see this isn't behind, this isn't the, the HUD, this isn't being, you know, a player playing this in the background. That's not gameplay. It's uh, kind of like when, you know, Microsoft, you, you kind of made the same mistake in my opinion with uh, Forza horizon uh, four. When you had the original trailer that showed uh, there was gameplay of how, you know, players can interact and suddenly get into each other's games and the seasons change and stuff like that. Well, it turned out that wasn't actually, you know, gameplay. That was really just a trailer cut together of people playing together. It was essentially the the same kind of trailer we get of gameplay for, uh, what's the, what's that Ubisoft game? Uh, damn it. I'm for some reason I'm drawing a fucking blank. The, uh, open world, uh, not, not ghost recon. The other one, not Ghost Recon. Shayna loves it. You and you and Shayna play it. I just had the sequel. We both have played it. The Ghost Recon, or or oh yeah 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 Ghost Recon. Uh, uh oh no 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 Tom Clancy's Division. Division. That's what it is. Fuck. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. No. <laughs> this is, listeners, this is the fog that we're in. Like this is the brain fog right now. <laughs> Fucking like that. That's the crap that we're dealing with. On like how tired we are. <laughs> That yeah, sequel Division, just came Division out, two. and yeah, that that sequel that just came out, that one that's like Ghost Recon, uh, Just Dance. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I said that, that wasn't. Was I said that wasn't Ghost Recon. 
Oh. <laughs> I said not ghost. I said not ghost recon. Not ghost recon. No, <laughs> you know the one with all the uh, the one with all the birds. Butterfly effect. The birds. <laughs> the butterfly effect. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the one with all the birds. Madden. Yeah, Got that's, it. <laughs> that's where I'm at right now. Uh, so <laughs> with the uh, with the division. Uh, Ubisoft did something similar. Like, yeah, here's game, here's gameplay. When they initially shut off the division, they talked about how here's gameplay. And they had this, you know, cool interaction where the, the players in the game were saying, Oh, well, we got, we have to get down to this area in New York and, and take on this guy. It was, it was mostly to show off like, Hey, this is this really cool location. This is how the game's going to look. It's going to be, you know, and at the time they were saying it's going to be a one-to-one to New York, which it didn't. Yeah. Uh, they changed later. But they showed off gameplay, and it turned out that wasn't gameplay. That was all staged. Yeah. You know, that, you know, while while we knew it would be somewhat staged, that the entire thing was staged. Well, yeah, uh, that's not gameplay. That's a, that's no, like that's a simulation. No one talks of what like that while playing. Like. <laughs> yeah. No, nobody talks like that while they're right? playing. <laughs> so, that's what we were dealing with. with I don't this. know. There's there's. There's plenty right. of role player kind of gamers out there that do I, that kind of shit. No, I, 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 I've, <laughs> I've watched like some of the ones like uh, Sea of Thieves, yeah. where they say captain and shit, and they talk pirate. I'm like, okay, guys, taking it a little too far. I mean, that's cool. It's your own thing, but <laughs> they have their own servers in World of Warcraft. I feel like <laughs> I feel like the word fuck is not being thrown. Around. <laughs> <laughs> When I hear that being thrown all around a lot, that's when I know it's real gameplay. Fucking me timbers. <laughs> yeah. Um, what do you mean someone ran you over with a boat with a barrel? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but the nice thing is, is at least our marketing director came forward and said, hey, this we screwed this up. And listeners, this is one of the few times where an apology is genuine, I feel. I, I think that Microsoft saw, hey, yeah, we kind of screwed this up. This wasn't the way we should handle this. And the only reason why I have this kind of faith in the or faith in the fact that it's actually a genuine apology is the fact that given how Microsoft has been doing things lately and the way that they've been treating their gamers lately, um, it comes across a little more genuine. Whereas if this came from, you know, Activision, EA or Bethesda, you'd be like, yeah, right. Okay. We'll see it when we, we'll, we'll believe it when we see it. But Microsoft has shown over the past several years now that they're kind of committed to, hey, we need to change things, how, how we've been doing things and how we're communicating and and how we've been doing stuff uh, overall. So, you know, thanks, I think, in good part to, you know, people like Phil Spencer. But uh, when you see that, when you see a, an apology like that come from their own marketing director, yeah, he, he's basically sitting there going, yeah, we fucked up. We we thought gameplay is a good buzzword and that people would would tune in. And we didn't realize that gameplay means this to gamers. <laughs> okay. But yeah. it's one of those things like, how do you not know that? Yeah. How yeah, do you I, have this I job agree. and not know it? <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I Because the I gaming worked. industry is not being run by gamers anymore. Well, because the gaming industry is not being run by people who don't think outside of buzzwords. Uh, when you think of, uh, when I think of marketing, uh, you know, I worked in marketing for 15 years and you have people who throw around buzzwords thinking, oh, this will get people. You're, you're talking to PR people who don't who who think strategically on how to get uh, interaction, but they don't think strategically on how their uh, target audience thinks. Does that make yeah. sense? Like there 
their whole job is like, Hey, how do we get engagement? And that's it. Instead of, Hey, how do we get engagement without getting or without pissing people off? (laughs) And in the gaming industry, especially with gamers, we've gotten to the point where we see through the bullshit and we're tired of the bullshit. So we don't want the bullshit. It's the same kind of, same kind of thing of like when somebody sits in front of a, you know, any kind of a, a state authority and says that, oh no, it's uh, surprise mechanics. Right. That's what we call them. <laughs> and everybody in that room went, the fuck did you just say? Including, <laughs> you know, in, including the uh, parliament. When you stand there in front of these officials and you're telling them complete bullshit and they're even able to see the bullshit and these people live off yeah. of bullshit. <laughs> it's not hard. Uh, it's, We're talking about EA. They, they they might as well just hold a sign. <laughs> but that's just but that's it the almost, thing. Is like the, go ahead. Mike. It almost it almost feels like a huge fake out on Microsoft's part because you know we haven't heard really anything from PlayStation on their stuff, and uh, Xbox is like, oh yeah, here's we're gonna have gameplay next week. And then yeah, it comes it, around and they're like, oh, there's, there's no gameplay. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I, I think it was just handled. I think it was just handled poorly uh, on that oh, aspect. Yeah. And, uh, and some people were completely blatant and, and, and dicks about it. Let's just, we even responded on Twitter. We weren't rude about it. We talked about the fact that we're actually, you know, I, I mentioned the fact in the tweet, in the tweet, we're looking forward to, to the next generation. We appreciate the hard work that they're putting in, but we think that they need Ooh, to understand what gameplay f- means. Yeah, uh, they're disappointed it, it, right. that they didn't have a better showing. Yeah, yeah, and you got you also got to figure how many people are actually in their offices right now working on these games if they're able to. Yeah, you know, with everything that's going on right now too. So you know, I can see a lot of this being delayed, and that I I think their intentions were good. Like, yeah, you know, we can probably put punch out some gameplay hopefully. Well, they, but then they insist that this whole that thing happened delayed because yeah. of it. Like they've been they've been working past that. And I'm like, well. Well, <laughs> your state says different. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> when, when we see things like this, is it is it is that true? I mean, Sony's sitting there going, saying, oh, we're going to have the PlayStation 5 launch this year. Are you? Are you? <laughs> I mean, you haven't shown us really anything. And, you know, there was there was a few dumb comments of this is why I'm going back to PlayStation. It's because of crap like this. I'm like, my, I'm like, come on, man. It, no, Xbox is actually doing a, a better job than PlayStation has. Xbox has been doing a better job than PlayStation has over the past several months, especially with dealing with their next generation console. I'm a video game fan, and I don't give and a what it value. comes on as long as it's good. Like that's where I'm at right now. I mean, I, I oh, mean, yeah. Miles I mean, attested this. We, we yeah, used to we hear own this shit both. every day. Yeah, yeah. We used to hear this shit every day when we were working at GameStop, where. I only buy Xbox. Well, you're missing out on some really good shit. Games, yeah. <laughs> like, you're missing out on games. <laughs> Don't be a fan of the system. Be a fan of the game. Give yeah. a fuck what system it's on. Be a fan I'm of just the saying, game. Like, I'm a PlayStation fan because of the fact that like, no, no, PlayStation's no, yeah, right. more experiences this year than Xbox has overall for sure. for for for. for, for. Uh, for for uh, first party style. God damn it! <laughs> fuck you, mouth. <laughs> I'm so I left tired one of, of your stutters in. For the last, I know. Cast. It was just I know. Too damn I, funny. I heard it. I listened to the whole thing. I'm like, God, dude, I fucking hate. I hate it when I'm such in a fucking brain fog and so tired that I can't fucking speak. It drives me fucking crazy. No, but it's it's fun to show that we're fucking completely human. fallible. Yeah. Oh, dude, you guys are human. I'm hopelessly flawed. Um, <laughs> it's unbelievable. Uh, but the thing is, is with Microsoft, like I can sit there and go, well, Microsoft handled the beginning of this generation very poorly, but they've handled going into this next generation very well. And I'm looking forward to this, to seeing 
anything they have for the next generation on how the console is going to function, you know, stuff like that. That stuff, that stuff's cool. Whereas Sony's sitting there going, we're going to keep you in the dark on a lot of this. Yeah, stuff. I, we're going to vaguely put things a, out. I had a friend of mine on Facebook comment on a, a post that said something like, uh, I'm really excited for PS5. It's looking really good. I'm like, what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah, what if like, they haven't put anything out? Solar. I haven't seen <laughs> shit. We've seen like, we've yeah. seen some specs. We've seen the controller. We've seen the controller. What else have you seen from this? I don't I don't doubt your excitement, but I doubt what you're excited about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hell, listeners, even this even the stuff they presented in the the Xbox Inside stuff wasn't overwhelmingly cool. Like we were just kind of like, it, no. it doesn't make, it didn't make us super excited for those games. We're interested in There's some a couple of interesting concepts. Yeah. And I'm glad they're going to be on most of the ones that I'm kind of interested in are going to be on game pass. So yeah. Yay. More value for that. That's a yeah. service that just keeps on paying for itself. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. Overall, the stuff that they showed off though, it, like a lot of it was just, are just PC ports. So like stuff right. that the PCs already had or, have had demos of that are now becoming full games or whatever are coming over to the, to the Xbox. Well, that's cool. I, I guess the, uh, uh, memory silent memory. Is that it? Or memory bright. What the fuck is oh, that? Uh, name? Bright, bright memory, memory infinite. That's what it is. Bright memory infinite. Uh, okay. Whatever the fuck that means. That was developed by quote unquote one person. Um, yeah, I guess in China, when I heard that, I was like, yeah, well, I guess when you have like, you know, 15 people working in a sweatshop, they're all just one person because they're united <laughs> wow. under under the CCP. Um, wow. So, uh, yeah, I like I don't know. It, it, it might be like a lot of people sit there and, and doubt that listeners. We're not the only ones. Even game like even gamer ranks kind of went, OK, one person like really uh, is it really one person? Like, I don't know. Is, is it one person? And a bunch of contractors that they that they contracted it out to? Possibly. I think that's probably more likely. Um, but even that game, a lot of people were like, oh, that looks amazing. I was like, it looks like Titanfall and Bulletstorm. Yeah. Like we've we've seen yeah, this gameplay of- before. It's not new. <laughs> yeah, there was there was there was a lot of uh games shown off that were, you know, directly influenced <laughs> yeah. by oh, okay. uh, other other Score. properties. There wasn't really basically alien. (laughs) There wasn't anything that was really like it it didn't feel like super original. And at the same time, we're just like, okay, well, uh, you just got me hyped up for Titanfall and it's not a Titanfall game. And apparently it's a game that was already that's either already on PC or just coming to PC. That's going to be ported over. All right, cool. Cool that the the Xbox crowd gets to experience that. Uh, You showed a in in game or in engine, if you read the little tight, little small type at the top, it's an in engine footage that's supposed to give you the idea of what the gameplay is like, but it wasn't actual gameplay. So, okay, well, it's still a cinematic trailer, it's still a trailer that we're seeing for a game that we have no knowledge about and don't really know much about. Of the fact that it was made by one person. Okay, cool. If it was made by one person, is it really short? Yeah. Is it? 60 bucks and it's a 30 minute, you know, 30, you know, 30 buck experience. What's there to say about when you, when you don't have anything other than it's made by one person and we don't have anything else to go on. It kind of makes us go, okay, well that was neat looking. I don't know if it's actually a game yet. So we'll, we'll move on. Right. It quells my expectations when I hear that. Like I'm just like, it's made by one person. Okay, cool. 
<laughs> Thanks. Neat. Impressive yeah. that they were able to make that. I've seen one person who's made, you know, full cinematic uh, trailers that are only two minutes long that look amazing, but there's no full movie for it because it's one person. Right. Yeah. If you wind up watching uh, Yong Yaz reaction video uh, d- during the the that stream, uh, his reactions to everything presented is pretty much one for one for what I felt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's why I posted it on the uh, on the chat because I was like, I watched it. I watched it afterwards. Yeah, I was like, holy crap! I'm like, he is actually saying the same crap I did. Of like, okay. <laughs> yeah, you Shane know. was laughing because I threw it on afterwards, and I'm like throwing my hands up, like, see, <laughs> <laughs> I know I'm not crazy. <laughs> it's nice to know we're not alone. Uh, it was nice to know we weren't alone in spotting the uh, the gameplay that wasn't there. Yeah. It's it was it was just kind of like because of that, like everything was just kind of off for the presentation, which is kind of disappointing uh, overall uh, and sad to see happen. But I mean, you know, we got more we got we got more details on what games are going to be possibly coming to the Xbox uh, Series X. So that's an upside. Uh, Scorn was one that, you know, the one that you brought up, Loach, is basically alien. It's it's H.R. Geiger, the the game. It is. And I want an alien game, but I might as well just go back well, to isolation. During during that that trailer, during that that opening sequence where it's just like doing the the game art and whatnot, it got to the big heads and stuff like that. I was like, oh, this is definitely an alien game. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah that was an then alien. Then it continued further on. I was like, well, maybe not. I was like, I don't it know what in, the fuck's going on. <laughs> it was yeah. an alien. It was in Prometheus. It was yeah. in Alien Covenant. I mean, it's all over the place. It's Ajar Geiger, and the big faces the are not that, alien. I thought they were. Nope. I thought you see a glimpse of them. No. Nope. The the big ass Prometheus faces are not an alien. Okay. Well, either way, it's an alien game. It, but everything it else like, like alien. The walls. It's alien. Yeah. It's just the, like the the, the decor the decor on like uh, table yeah. like the, the table that throne the, the humanoid like yeah. everything well, the, about that the was humanoid just kind of like, looks yeah okay. And uh, listeners, I was telling the guys yesterday, this, this was really funny. Like I pointed out on there, I was like, I was like, it's HR guy, guy, the game. And uh, they meet this person underneath me like, or like commented and said, oh, well, it's it's I wouldn't say it's so much alien. It's more the you know, it's it looks more reminiscent to the artwork and concept work done for species. And I wrote back immediately. That's HR Geiger too, dumbass. <laughs> like same fucking artist. So HR Geiger, the game yeah. still stands. Very easy yeah, to pick out that guy's work. Uh, I'd rather have an alien game. Yeah, I, I'd rather have it be just alien. Yeah, but the thing is, um, that's not what this game. That's not what this game is. I mean, like I, no, I you can look at the close. twenty minute gameplay from when it was when it was created. They're not the one and the other do not correlate. They can't. They could not be the same. It has visual stylings from it, yes, but it's basically just a, a really gross yeah. game with. Really yeah. old gameplay. Prometheus, the prequel. Um, it'd probably be <laughs> better than the than Prometheus. The prequel to the Space Jockey. Yeah, probably. Like I said, it'd probably be better than than freaking Prometheus. You know that that movie was fucking terrible. I like Digital Foundry's <laughs> take on uh, on Ascent. It looked like the uh, the 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 the, the uh, aborted child of uh, Prey Two. <laughs> <laughs> kind of. Yeah. I was like. I was like, yeah. I was like, that's totally what I thought when it was opening up. I was like, this kind of looks like the Prey 2 setting that got yeah. you know discarded. 
Yeah. I just. Eh, fuck it. Yeah, it was. I'm done. It was cool. Uh, you know, overall, <laughs> I give up. <laughs> it was cool to see the games. It was or to to see the concepts for the games. Uh, Dirt Five looks very much like they're trying to go the Horizon route. Uh, yeah. it looks more like it's trying to be op- more open world and like festival experiences kind of thing. And go back to the arcade. Well, they started doing some. Well, they always were arcade. They, the, well, yeah, but no. What I'm saying series. is like they were they were trying to yeah the original Dirt series, not Dirt yeah. Rally. Yeah, Dirt Rally is a different series. <laughs> yeah, totally different species. Uh, it's like comparing Forza Horizon versus Forza Motorsport. They're just yeah, pretty the much. <laughs> I remember. I think it was Dirt Three that they were trying to do the festival thing. I know there was parts in the game where you would compete in festivals, yeah. but yeah, I didn't get to see the new trailer for Dirt Five, so I'm. I I love the original Dirt series. I thought the first few games were great. Um, two was probably my favorite. I think Dirt Five showed them like ice racing on the Hudson or something like that. That'd be fun. Like that. It, see, to me, um, that's fun. Like the crazier, the because that's what Dirt was. I mean, a lot they oh, went yeah. into the whole like extreme rally, you know, the the stuff like that with like the X Games and the everything. X Games rally stuff, yeah. Yeah, the rally cross and everything, and th- those were fun to play, man. And I enjoyed Dirt Two and Dirt Three a lot. Um, they did a lot of the uh, I don't remember. I think it was Dirt Three where they did the Jim Gymkhana stuff that um, um, you know, was really big at the time, or it, that could have been four. But either way, I, I'm glad they're gonna go back to that route and do the crazy bat shit. Like let's let's just have fun and have a good arcade racer. Yeah, kind of feel to it. I, I, I'm glad. I'm glad they're going back to that route because, like I said, I was a huge fan of that series. So it'll definitely be fun to pick that up again. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it ever left that route personally. I mean, it was. It was. It never went. Well, serious. everybody was. It, no, it never went serious. But I think a lot of people didn't think they were going to really go back to it because of how successful Dirt Rally became. Oh, and gotcha. give me, don't get Dirt, Dirt Rally is a great game. It's they, hard as fuck. It's it's completely it's expected <laughs> for me because they made the statement after Dirt after Dirt Rally that they didn't expect that to be successful. It was massively successful, but they were going to continue to do Dirt and Dirt Rally uh, as they yeah. But forward. we haven't seen a Dirt so. yeah, and but we haven't seen a Dirt game in it's been quite a while since the well, yeah, original they had, they had Dirt, Dirt Rally Ra- Dirt series. So yeah, they, had, they so. had Dirt Rally and then Dirt Four and Dirt then Rally Dirt Rally Two yeah. and then. Now they have Dirt Dirt Five, so there's there's development cycles in between there. They're they're not as big of a studio as uh, uh, you know Microsoft Studios can be. So and even you know even Forza Horizon isn't made by uh, Turn you know uh, Turn Ten. Forza Horizon is made by Playground Games, right? And so, Playground used to make that uh, what is it Blur? Long time ago, I, I think it's Code. Isn't it Codemasters that makes uh, Dirt? I can't remember. Sounds right. Uh, could be. I could be wrong, listeners. So, so uh, keep that in mind. Uh, but I, they don't have, you know, they, they don't they don't have a studio big enough to to split them up to into two groups to make both games. I don't think. Don't so make dirt. Now I'm curious. Uh, you know, overall, it was it was interesting. The uh, Assassin's Creed yeah, stuff didn't really move the uh, <laughs> the Assassin's Sorry, Creed I stuff. Had... That's all right. I understand. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think Codemasters is big enough to to have two studios to work on on both games at the same time. No. So, uh, but you know, Assassin's Creed Ubisoft got some backlash for that um, for not having game like actual gameplay. 
Uh, and one thing that Miles noticed that was kind of funky, and I I went back and rewatched it. It was it was a weird effect. Uh, was the frame rate on fire in mm-hmm. that game? Uh, the Namely frame rate on during fire is specific sections. Sections, yeah. Some of the frame rate on fire. I mean, it's you can easily tell the fire is running at half the frames as the rest of the scene. Oh yeah, and yeah. I had to make sure like, it wasn't part of the slow mo. Yeah, I was like, and, uh, "What the fuck's and, going on here?" And there were some parts where it was even more noticeable when it was slow, like when the scene was slowed down, like from slow mo. Yeah. And it was like, it was the effect that it was having was I I, I mentioned it in the uh, the chat was the effect that it was having on the fire was the equivalent of if you took something and shot it at sixty frames per second, yeah. and then intentionally tried to use uh, like After Effects or something like that to slow down the footage. When you do that, it fucks with the frame rate so much that certain things will look weird in slow-mo it, it looked and, awful <laughs> and it looked terrible and that's the yeah. kind of that's the kind of the effect that i was seeing i was like this is weird and it's not i'm not saying that it's from the slow-mo it's just like it's the no. frame rate was so off that that's the effect it was giving i was like it, it almost right, feels like they just it forgot well, missing to, frames yeah it, it's almost like they just forgot to go in to that specific part and add in the frames that were supposed to be there right so that was kind of strange and uh, it made me, it made me immediately go, well, at least, you know, it's done in game in engine <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> because maybe think of like old school, like Nintendo fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, just not, not eight bit per se, but uh, you know, the, the speed at which it, it crackled, it crackled <laughs> and changed. Um, yeah. So listeners, that's not, that's not really something new uh, to games. They're, uh, in, in fact, Assassin's Creed has been doing this for a long time. A lot of other games do this where other elements run at a lower frame rate. It creates less stress for your graphics engine and for your uh, your your GPU and CPU. It's a trick to try and make sure that, oh, well, it's, it's a small element. You're not going to notice it. But when you do notice it, you notice it. <laughs> and it's yeah. hard not to notice it after that happens. Um, we've we've seen it in, uh, in lots of stuff. I've seen it in... Uh, you know, Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I've seen it in The Division, where like you see oh, it and see it all the time, is... where things are off in the distance and they suddenly turn into claymation. Uh, yeah, uh, stop motion uh, movement. Yeah, Ubisoft is is notorious for graphical little glitches and errors. Yeah, so, so I'm just I. It's kind of a flub to have that on on your your essentially your highlight reel. Yeah, you know, and uh, so hopefully that's not a sign of things to come with this game. But yeah, we'll uh, yeah, hopefully it's not a direct representation of what the actual quality is going to be when you get it. Yeah. Um, oh, if it's still like that when the game actually comes out, I'm going to laugh my ass off. Yeah. <laughs> you guys couldn't fix this. <laughs> you can't yeah. do this shit. What the hell? I only studied animation and I could have done this better. <laughs> <laughs> um. So moving on uh, to other things, Loach and I have finished uh, the Clone Wars, uh, Star Wars, the Clone Wars, and I've been trying to wait on, I, I'd actually finished it before. I didn't want to talk about it last week. I wanted to wait until we actually have Loach on and talk about it. Uh, we're going to keep this spoiler free because uh, Miles hasn't seen it and uh, we don't want to ruin the show for, for everybody. We know that some people don't get caught up right away. That was the best way to end the Clone, to, to end the clone Wars, and that is really what we should have gotten from the prequels oh uh, yeah that's a given yeah, I mean, <laughs> like i don't, I don't there's not even there's not even a debate about it that's just how it should have been period it was like, 
overall the like so from, good. from start to finish of the Clone Wars, when you have everything put together and you see uh, you know, just the way that they they develop Ahsoka's character, Anakin's character, everybody all the way up. It's just it's such a better story. And you see they're going, Man, this makes the prequels better, even though the prequels have the some of the worst dialogue I've ever heard in my life. Um but it, it brings a little, you know, brings them a little more explanation, brings a little more credence to what takes place. And you go, man, this is really, really, really good. Uh, and I love the fact that, you know, the, what they've done with Darth, what they did with Darth Maul and how they beefed up his character a lot more than the taste that we got from Phantom Menace. Fantastic series. Loved it. Um, goes really well with uh, the events that take place in Rebels. So mm-hmm. if you haven't watched Rebels and you've been, you know, you've been kind of pondering or something like that, just know that the first ha- the first half of, of the first season, probably not the first half, probably first like just handful of episodes aren't great. And Ezra Bridger They're is, up. yeah, Ezra, Ezra Bridger is kind of an annoying character to begin with, like most kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a build. It's a build up, uh, but it's, it's a build up season. Yeah, it's a build up, and it's a good show. And uh, I ended up, you know, absolutely loving that show uh, and oh, some yeah, of the stuff that both. happens in that. So um, I'm still, I'm about halfway through season four, I think. Uh, I, I, yeah, it, I, I finished both of them. Yeah, in literally like two days. Um, so yeah, it's it's good. It's the way the prequel should have been. Um, honestly, you could pretty much watch the Phantom Menace and then skip Attack of the Clones. <laughs> Attack of the Clones. <laughs> I hate. I, I I think out of all three, Attack of the Clones is the least of my. Yeah, the only thing the, the only thing you really miss in Attack of the Clones is Anakin and Padme falling in love, which is probably the worst made for TV romance I've ever seen. It's a high school uh, drama. I mean, yeah, Hallmark, Hallmark could have done a better job <laughs> with, yeah, with, maybe. With, that, with that relationship. Uh, Either way, you could skip Attack of the Clones, and then you can go into Episode Three after yeah. you watch. Clone Only Wars thing you need Wars. to know is uh, Padme and Anakin end up together. Yeah, that's really about that's pretty it. Pretty much it. There's, everything <laughs> else is pretty much throwaway. <laughs> that movie's a throwaway, really. That's why I, I I thought it was so funny, and I know people hate Episode Eight, but that's why I think it's so funny when people are like. We should get episode eight removed, really? But the but the fucking prequels are cool to say. You guys are fucking high. <laughs> yeah. Like, there's there's something seriously wrong with episode you. Episode eight needs to be removed. Really? Really? That's the one that needs to be you're removed. Okay. Okay. You're okay with Jar Jar Banks and Attack of the Clones, but it's need to Clon- remove. Here's the thing: I actually <laughs> like Attack of the Clones for the action. I didn't. I thought it, the action was good. Like the last part of it was yeah, good. The, the payoff but with the Yoda whole- is amazing. Oh yeah, sure. The payoff of Yoda is great and everything, and Dooku and Anakin loses his fucking arm. And sorry, spoiler alert. Like you had time. Um, I grabbed. Yeah, but like the thing is, is like half that movie you could have thrown out, and then you could have, you could have probably thrown out the last half of the Phantom Menace and just put those two together, then have the Clone Wars series and Rebels in between. Yeah. Or what, after what and it comes down to listeners is, is really what happens is like the star Wars clone wars animated series really shows like, Hey, uh, the prequels what? should have all just been this. Yeah. <laughs> it should have just it, been about really the should. clone wars. 
<laughs> it really should have. Like I said, like, and it should have. It should have started with Anakin just being a just being a fucking Jedi. <laughs> I I don't mind them fighting Anakin. Like that I think part it's was the cool. Dumbest story ever, and it makes no I, sense because it no, none of I, it comes together. I don't think it's the dumbest story. I think what it, I think it could have been done better. I think the idea was in the right place, but I think it could have been done better. Like yeah. I didn't need a pod racing scene. I could give two shits that he is a race car driver. Whoopty craps. You know, Jerry was a race car driver, says Primus. I could give two shits of Anakin being a race car driver. Cool. He did NASCAR. Great. Um, moving forward, I would have rather Turned just seen to the him. Left. I would have like I would have rather seen them find him. Realize who he is. Not kill Qui-Gon. I thought that was fucking stupid. I would not kill Maul. And well, you if you didn't kill Qui-Gon, then how do you end up with uh, Obi-Wan being his master? Yeah, but Obi-Wan... Obi-Wan was a brother more than... A, I don't know. I got my whole theory on that shit. But anyway, I, I would have rather seen that. I would have rather seen a little bit... I would have rather seen more of a hardcore storyline. I get it. George was making it for kids. Always has. That's cool. That's great. Um, but I think when you have the prequels happen and then you give Dave Filoni who that statement. I that's fine. I think that and always has. No. Oh, he's always, I think he always has made it. He's he's come out and said that he's made it for kids. But I mean, did I think he went a little too far with Jar Jar? Seen Empire. Absolutely. <laughs> well, I've seen Empire too. I get that. That's- I'm not saying everyone, dude, but he, he, he <laughs> always kept the kids in mind. Let's just say that. And um, I feel like, honestly, if you would have just had Dave Filoni from the beginning, because that guy, that guy saved the prequels, like straight up. That dude has saved the prequels. Yeah. With um, doing the uh, Clone Wars, ignoring metachlorians and going with, nope, it's all space wizards. No, space fucking movie. magic. Yeah, fucking. All right, cool. Yeah, Dave Filoni <laughs> saved the prequels and the prequel storylines for sure. He yeah. saved Maul. He saved. He saved it all. Um, and now he's doing the Mandalorian. That dude needs his own trilogy. Like I don't. I don't understand how. This I want dude them has to give him a show that trilogy. fixes Jedi or uh, the Last Jedi. That'd be great too. Explain all the events well. that took place that makes this better, please. Yeah, please. You, you obviously you fixed the three prequels, dude. You could fix easily fix the last yeah. Jedi. Which, uh, it, dude. Which brings me to the the biggest gripe that I have with Star Wars. Every fucking time I watch it. Here we go, <laughs> <laughs> listeners. I love Star Wars. I think it's, it's it's fun to watch. They're enjoyable. But the thing that I cannot get past in my brain ever. <laughs> is any time they have a situation where there's a blockade in front of a planet and people are leaving the planet and they act like they can't just go around. It's fucking space. Look, Mike, it takes time. Just time that the viewers don't have. You could like space is imminent. You could literally go anywhere. (laughs) What the fuck? Why are you acting like one side of the planet is completely closed off? Oh, we can't leave. Like, could you imagine Han Solo doing that? And any of the fucking, you know, any of the fucking originals? Like, oh my god, there's a Star Destroyer headed straight towards us. Well, guess we have to stop. Guess we can't get past them. <laughs> I think you're overthinking it, man. Slowly <laughs> list to the left something. <laughs> Slowly list to the left. This guy knows some maneuvers. 
Fucking Christ. <laughs> it is annoying as hell. I hate it in, in anything that has to do with space. Any any kind of <laughs> any kind of sci-fi movie that does shit like that, I'm just like, I want to slap the shit out of you. Like unless you have some kind of defense grid up that prevents people from moving forward forward, shut the fuck up. Well, that's why I like Rogue One. With Rub- Rogue One, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. why I like Rogue One because they have a defense grid around the entire planet. One entry, one exit. Makes total fucking sense that people can't get past all the Star Destroyers that are above the gate. But when you have a whole open planet that you can leave on any fucking side of it, and you're sitting there going, oh, there's a blockade. Are they surrounding the planet? <laughs> no. Then shut the fuck up. Maybe they're airport, like airplane. Like, you know, it annoyed... It annoyed the hell out of me watching, you know, The Last Jedi and all these ships are just moving in in the same fucking direction as one another instead of everyone going, hey, we have tons of fucking ships. They have just a few behind us and only one of them can track us. Maybe we should just all go separate fucking ways and meet back somewhere else because space goes against their registered flight plan. Fucking Christ. (laughs) You're overthinking it. They had it. They had it. Uh, scheduled the, F, the uh, FAA. Is that it? Yeah. The SAA. Space. Oh yeah. Sorry. You're right. Space. Like, overthinking it or not, I'm using fucking common sense. It's the one thing that my like. It's the one logic point my brain just goes ah like fucking fly up. Fly up. <laughs> Jesus Christ! It's like they act, up, it's dude. like they act it's like they act like north you know north south north west south and east are still a thing in space and that's that's the only directions you can go that there's no y axis or z axis in the entire fucking thing it's just one plane that they can go across it's infuriating to watch and just the lunacy of it pisses me off. Like I keep wait, I keep waiting for a, I keep waiting for a character in one of their Star Wars movies or shows for one of them to go. Why don't we just go that direction instead, and then we'll and then we'll hook back around. Like, are we low on space fuel? Maybe they have the high ground. Ah, the Empire. We have the high ground. Oh my <laughs> God! We should go back to the planet and stay there. <laughs> why don't we fly around the other side of the planet and leave that's lunacy they have the yeah. high ground they have the high ground anyway no uh i think the clone wars uh anime series ended perfectly i don't think yeah. you could have ended it honestly any other way um it definitely leads right up into uh pretty much the end i i, I watched the uh not to try to give too much away, but I did watch the side side uh, comparisons of the events of uh, episode three and then the last episode of Clone Wars. It was really cool um, just to see how they they did such a good job with that. So I mean, yeah, Dave Filoni did what he was pretty much set you know intent on doing was to wrap it up in a nice neat bow and be done with the series because I know they did those what is it the lost episodes on Netflix. That was technically the last season. And that then, was technically supposed to be the last season, yeah. Last season, yeah. And then now, you know, Filoni really wanted to kind of finish it up the right way, which yeah, that is the him. the Clone Wars thing is like the weirdest freaking thing. Like Clone Wars was actually really popular, and they just wanted to cancel it. Yeah, it was really weird. I don't know. 
I don't know if it, I don't know if it was a Lucas thing or if it was a Fox thing. I don't know if Lucas I... was upset at the fact that Dave Filoni was doing a better job at him or Fox <laughs> was just like, we don't want to pay for this anymore. It could have been both, honestly. I think... I know Filoni wanted... because Filoni still wanted to do it, and I think his hands were tied, so he ended up doing Rebels. And I think the way he set up Rebels and did Rebels, and then the final season of The Clone Wars... He, I, I'm sure he had that planned out. He's like, okay, I'm going to drag this out until I get my final season. Yeah, this is where this goes, this is where this goes, this is where this right. goes. Right, and I think he really, he did a great job, and he's a super fanboy of Star Wars. Yeah. So it's it's it it was done by a real fan, and I I totally appreciate it. It, it hit on every note you wanted it to hit on. It tied up so many fucking loose ends that you were like, okay, but how did this happen? Because you see it happen in Rebels, but you don't understand how it happened. Yeah. Because they really, in Rebels, they don't really discuss it a lot, too. Um, but at, that last season, yeah, that last season nailed it. <laughs> like, they, I mean, every episode in that last season just hit it um, for me. Uh, there were a couple of things. I wish they didn't introduce new characters that they could have flushed out, but just didn't have the time to flush out. So I think that's, like, one of its biggest downsides of the last season was... They introduced too many new characters that I would have liked to see fleshed out and be more relevant than just kind of like throw away. That's um, a problem. That's, but, a, that's a consistent theme in all of Clone Wars. I mean, they, they'll introduce true. these plot points with characters that are meaningless and don't, and, you know, and even the episodes are kind of throwaways. They don't really add to the show. They're just kind of stretched out like things to stretch out. Yeah. And I, 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 and I appreciate the extra adventure. I mean, the the tale with the two sisters this season was garbage. I could yeah, I, I could have I liked it. That. They were they were the two dumbest characters in all of Star Wars history, next to Jar Jar. Oh, I don't know if I'd go that far, but oh man, you know, it was so fucking naive. Like I I don't I don't know if I'd the go that far, that but in. I mean, it's just I think dumb. if they would have, I I think they were throwaway characters for sure. I don't think they were worse than Jar Jar. But I think the biggest thing is that I think if they had more time to flesh out, it would have been better. My biggest issue was, like I said, they were introducing interesting to me char- characters that are interesting to me. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of didn't do anything with them. But what made up for it was the characters that you haven't seen in a while and the story plot and where it was going. It's like watching Titanic. You know the freaking boat hits the iceberg and it's going to sink. What? <laughs> yeah, I hate to break it. Spoiler alert, but it happens, and there wasn't is no there, sequel. Like, was, wasn't there? There's a, no uh, sequel, by the way. Wasn't there somebody <laughs> get really pissed off because somebody spoiled Titanic for them? Yeah, I remember that. Sure. that the boat, the boat sank. They were like, "What? What do you mean the boat sinks?" <laughs> Sorry, it's called history. <laughs> completely messed. Like completely pissed off. It's like somebody spoiled um, Pompeii for him. Right. <laughs> but <laughs> what happened to the but, first like, one? <laughs> Pump two. Uh, I will never forget that. But my thing is, is that it still made you know the end result, but it still made it interesting. That you f- like, there was even a little bit of a part of you. What if something changes? Like, you know what I'm saying? It, so it yeah. was really cool to kind of see him take that story that he knows the ending of already, but even m- emphasize it more. Who even gives you a little bit of doubt? Like maybe that's not how it actually ends. Maybe it, it ends differently. So he did a really, really good job with doing that. 
Um, yeah, and then it just with Rebels. If you watch Rebels right after it, you dude, you're sold. Those those are the prequels and what should happen in between uh, A New Hope and Episode Three. Yeah, absolutely. It's it's just the way it should have been done. I and even with uh, you can even throw Rogue One in there, and that was it's just like that gap that was there for so long. It's completely filled. Yeah, they they killed it, man, and um, it was sad to see it go. It, it's a bummer that they're not doing it anymore. Yeah, um, I kind of hope he does come back to it, maybe, um, with in another way. I know right now, Filoni. I've been watching the uh, also what was released on uh, May fourth was the documentary series called Gallery, um, and on Disney Plus that talks about the making of. The Mandalorian, which is really cool. Um, they some of the stuff that they did to make that show is freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, it's really cool that they had this huge. Basically, it was a wraparound screen. Um, and it wasn't a blue screen. It was an actual like it looked like a big giant TV that they had wrap around the room of the landscapes, so the lighting was what you saw on the screen. And it was insane. It was so cool looking, like how they did this. And they had different directors, and they had, um, you know, Filoni and John Favreau writing most of it and doing it. it it's, dude, I I am really excited to see where they're going to take season two. Um, there's a lot of rumors where there. I guess one confirmed rumor is that Boba Fett is going to be in it. Um, and the guy who did the. You know, they've already Basically. said that the, the, they expect uh, Ahsoka to make a... Ahsoka. That, and that's another thing that was kind of announced. I don't know if you guys got to talk about it. She'd be really um, old. My my thing is, is like, I, I'm cool. I, I mean, if the rumors are true, if they are rumors, I don't know, because I still hear it's not confirmed that Rosario Dawson is playing Ahsoka. I'd rather see the girl who did the actual voice of Ahsoka uh, play the part. I mean, it's never, mostly makeup and press... She, she's, I forgot her name, uh, Ashley something, hmm. Eckerson, Eccleson, she does the voice of Ahsoka, I, don't get me wrong, Rosario Dawson is a great actress, I would rather have the person who had the voice, and a lot of people did, um, do, because she has that built too, so I would rather see that, um, because you gotta figure most of it's gonna be makeup and, pl- uh, prosthetics and stuff anyway. Um, Boba Fett was confirmed. The guy who played Django in the prequels, who ended up being the clones and everything, he's coming back to reprise the role of Django and Boba, and I guess. So it, it's going to be cool. I, I I'm really excited for the way the second season is going to be. I hope the episodes are longer though. That's my biggest thing because I know for the for a while the first few were only like thirty minutes long. So long as they're not filler. Yeah, that too. I, I I want more about the dark saber. Um, I want more. Like I just I I want to see it get more fleshed out. But yeah, I, I mean all this all the stuff that they're doing that's outside of the movies. They're they're nailing it, man. They're they're yep. killing it. Expanding the universe. Yeah, and they're doing a really good job. Like I was I was a little ha- I was a little worried. I didn't want another holiday special happening or an Ewok adventure. Like I was a little <laughs> a little concerned. I think that kind of needs to happen in the future. 
<laughs> another Ewok adventure. Another Ewok adventure and and holiday special to fix no. the the old ones. Not not done in the same campy bullshit way. Like actually do a good job. And right. I yeah, I'm really excited with what they're doing and with the TV shows and the animated shows. I hope they do another animated one. Um, now that the Skywalker saga is over. Um, start branching out. Start finding new stuff. Like, the universe is massive. Start finding cool shit to do. Um, yeah. I guess... The, and then Wouldn't Taika mind a future Wad- update in the, you know, sometime way off. You know, find out how uh, Ray's getting along with that blue milk. <laughs> um, and uh, moisture evaporating farming. I'm actually kind of curious on if they're going to still do Knights of the Old Republic. And I'm really wondering what Taika Waititi's movie is going to be. Probably awesome. Here's the thing. like He killed, <laughs> he killed it with Thor. It, if they do the Old Republic, they really do need to stay away from a lot of the stuff that's already been done. A lot of the stuff that's already been established. Which could be really hard to do. I, it could be hard, but at the same time, like just don't fuck with it. Don't fuck with the old stuff that's already good. It's already there. Don't turn well, everything depends. into le- into legends. I mean, yeah, well, see, and that's, Filoni that's had Disney's to bring fault, back though. had to bring back uh, Thrawn. Oh my God, Thrawn in Re- Thrawn, Rebels. Sorry. Yeah, he had to bring back Thrawn in Rebels because they were gonna, you know, because they were gonna they were gonna fucking ditch him. They were gonna dude, fucking leave him out in the cold. I'm like, Thrawn, he was a great character. What, dude, why are you gonna Thrawn get rid was, of this character? Yeah, Thrawn was great in the books and everything. So he had to bring him in. Holy, holy shit. Is he just not the ultimate badass in Rebels? Like you're watching this, they're like this dude's cold-hearted. Like there's there's a reason his skin's blue. He's that cold-hearted. Like this guy is ruthless. They did such a good job with him. Whole species evil. Red eyes. Yeah, just saying. Red eyes. Red eyes. Blue skin. <laughs> cold-hearted. Fuck. For red eyes, use clear, use clear, clear eyes. eyes. <laughs> but no, they they killed it with him. I was so impressed with the way they did that. That was that was awesome. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I like I'm excited about Taika's fucking movie, Star Wars movie. God, I hope it's like Thor Ragnarok. Like it's it's gonna have that great humor that he has. I wouldn't mind I mean, JJ Rabbit. <laughs> well, I I mean, I would just like that kind of Darth humor. Vader as your best friend. Hysterical. <laughs> um, <laughs> I still gotta watch that movie. I never got around to watching it yet. I know you own it. I gotta watch it. Um, Dude, it's so freaking funny that's what i keep hearing but uh yeah dude it's just like they're finally i think they i think that the experiment is over i think they found their core directors and they just need to stick with these dudes because that was the big thing that happened with the sequel trilogy was the fact that they switched directors in between yeah it's uh filoni uh john favreau dave filoni um rice dallas Taika Bryce Dallas Howard, which her episode, yeah, her, episode her episode was actually one of my good. favorite. Yeah, that was the one where it was, they were on the the farm. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, with the with the ATAT or the ATST. Yeah, fucking killed it. Like that was a, she's a very talented episode. actress, but she's shown she's actually as as talented as her father behind the camera. Yeah, absolutely. So it's it's killer, man. Like a lot of these people who are, you know, they they kind of like handpick these people. And then let them prove themselves, and they prove themselves, and now they're like, "Cool, they need to stick with that core and just let them run," you know. Instead of bringing in like somebody like Ryan Johnson, oh well, he did one good movie, let's bring him in. Eh, he really didn't prove himself. 
And episode eight is proof of that. Yeah, that was the weirdest thing with him was he, like they gave him they wanted to give him a deal with not even the last. They were going to give him his own trilogy. They were going to give him a trilogy. Yeah, without the last Jedi even being out. Yeah, that was weird. Had, he hadn't even they, finished it, and they were just like, "Yeah, here's three movie deal." I'm like, he's done a few good, mo- like literally like two good movies, and you want to give him an entire Star Star Wars franchise? Yeah, it's fucking were, weird. I, I think they were. I think the. I hopefully they learned their lesson with all this now that they had this like really good run, and I, you know, with John Favreau pretty much running things when it comes to the TV shows and some of the future movies, um, even bringing in. Um, What's his name from Marvel? Uh, uh, Feige, who hmm. ran all of Marvel. He's gonna, he's going, he's jumping to Star Wars for a couple of movies and running those. So, I mean, if you got the people who really approve, especially Feige, man. Um, I mean, the guy created the Marvel universe. That that dude single handedly like righted the ship and directed the ship and did a phenomenal job. Now you bring him into Star Wars, where you have John Favreau and Dave Filoni, dude. You, you better start making some good flicks. Like yeah, I'd be we'll shocked. See if Star if Wars goes woke. God, I hope not. I, I I'm okay with what the direction that they got a lot. Some of people are movie. like some people are already trying to make the statement of oh they went woke with the the new trilogy. Like, eh, eh, not really. I think uh, not really. I don't think they did. <laughs> I think the, what hurt the new trilogy was that whole like experimentation. That was the wrong time to be doing that shit. Let's continue, the Star Wars tril- let's continue the Star Wars saga and tell the rest of the story of uh, Skywalker. But we're going to remove Skywalker. Wait, what? Pushing relationships where they don't need to be pushed. Yeah. Yep, exactly. I Actually, the funny thing is, is uh, what's his name? Jeremy Johns. He does reviews on YouTube. I think that's I'm pronouncing his name right. Um, and what was it? The Colin Trevorrow version of The Last Jedi? Or not the last Jedi, um, the Rise of Skywalker. It was mm. called the Duel of Fates. Um, that was actually the original treatment in the original movie before they kind of scrapped that and went the route where JJ they brought JJ in because of all the backlash that was happening with uh, Episode Eight. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of taking the risk with Colin Trevorrow, I think his name was, who wrote this movie called, uh, which was going to be Episode Nine called uh, Duel of the Fates. Um, they he basically did it like the movie came out because he he he'll go to a movie he'll watch it and then he does his review and explains it. Um, he basically did this like, you know how we joke around about the whole alternate universe like mm-hmm. you remember the whole thing about the Mets and the Cubs? Well, Loach's Mets ruined it. We we live in Earth Two now. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, he kind of does something like that. Only instead of reviewing the la- uh, the Rise of Skywalker. He reviewed the Duel of the Fates, like the movie actually was released and everything. And it was it's it's a fun little thing that he did. And uh I I I got to read some of the treatment and hear it from him and everything like that. Dude, that movie sounded killer too. And I kinda wish they kinda stuck with that one. Um it's definitely a fun watch. I, I would definitely recommend checking it out. But like I said, I'm 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 excited for where everything's going with Star Wars now. I feel like they kind of learned their lesson and righted the ship. I mean, I know the guys from the Game of Thrones are not having their own trilogy. They're gone. Um, the guys who wrote Game of Thrones. I mean, the last thing I need is to see a space penis everywhere in Star Wars. Um, so, yeah, hopefully it's the ship was righted. And I think the Mandalorian had a lot to do with it. Oh, shit. So. Speaking of penises, 
I completely spaced on this. Cyberpunk <laughs> 2077 <laughs> is going to let you have... That was the greatest segue I think we've ever done. <laughs> That's the greatest segue we've ever done. Pizza Star genitalia. Wars. Speaking of penis. <laughs> You're going to have pizza genitalia where you can just pick your toppings and put it on. Um, pizza genitalia. Yeah. Just combination. Pick what you, combination. Pick what you want and put it on there. That's so... Pepperoni and sausage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, I completely spaced on that. Um Evidently, that's that's going to be a thing. I'm looking forward to <laughs> to trying out <laughs> different stuff digitally. Just um, like, uh, just so I was like, I'm gonna put as many dicks on him as possible. Like, <laughs> like you just star- turn him into a dick starfish and dick just starfish. cartwheel everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> People won't shoot you. They won't know what the hell they're looking at. Yeah. That so. Fucking so, awkward. Some people like some people were like, "Oh, this is that, that's ridiculous." It's it's the future. It's a it's, it's a dystopian future where you can change body parts and change different things about yourself. Just augment yourself well, yeah. to hell. And yeah, that's body literally what it's about. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, why wouldn't that be a thing? Like, yeah, it's like the biggest thing that's driving the story is about how people keep doing body modifications and yeah, to the point where you're, you're practically not human anymore. Right, exactly, and that's like a big part of the story. If I, yeah, you know, if I, if I'm understanding it right, um, it still blows me away that it's not going to be banned in Australia. That does blow me away, actually. I was, I'm on the same boat with you. Well, how, I was looking at the how is Grand Theft Auto at, banned out there, but I was looking at the qualifications go? and the reasons uh, because nothing in uh, Cyberpunk uh, 2077 that is negative is considered uh, beneficial. So, like in Grand Theft Auto, uh, they have the parts where Trevor goes on his rage benders, and you have those, and those are those are beneficial. Those are part of story. You have the parts in Grand Theft Auto where you take drugs in order to hallucinate and unlock another mission. That's beneficial. Um, the like. So the what you're saying is there's no there's no reward for doing bad. Exactly. Shit. That's that's the thing. Is that's the distinction. That's where that's where Australia draw. Excuse me. That's where Australia draws the line. That's where they draw the line. That, that's that's <laughs> what I looked it up. That's that's why I wanted to know. I wanted to know like how is that I, where you draw the line? Have you, <laughs> uh, like, like seriously, that's that was my question. I had the same question as you. Like, why is this where you draw the line? Like, you, you got to be kidding me. Like, what the hell? So I went and looked Burke. it up, and I I found out like this. That's their that's their distinction of because there's no real benefit. It's not glorification of something. That's why wow, it gets, have, gets a pass. So the, fun, the in, funny thing is, is like you ever see that documentary called uh, "Oh Yeah, not quite, I, not quite Holly, the Aussie exploitation." Yeah, about the I'm Aussie. absolutely on board with you on that. Like I, I, I was like, I'm like, how, how do you, do you get guys, away with all you guys, those shit? You guys had Mad Max. <laughs> oh, dude, they had a uh, remember had, that movie? What was that movie? You, Razorback. Road Warrior. Remember Razorback? Razorback, that horror movie about yeah. the yeah, dude, you got away with that shit, and yet. <laughs> this is where the game draws the line. Yeah, I guess. Like, right. like, I guess they're holding you like, well, there wasn't really, it wasn't really, uh, you know, it wasn't really glorified in that. I mean, uh, the guys what? who who raped that woman end up getting killed. Yeah, so does the woman. Yeah, because she's tied <laughs> so, to the hood of a truck. Yeah, so so this isn't exactly like you're not exactly like making the same. Like, did you some at some point go, hey, we need to give ourselves a little more morals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for a well, country they, that was founded as a penal colony, you guys have a really weird morality compass. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, right. Well, didn't they? Or aren't they? What was no, the movie? In all Wrong fairness, turn? part of the United States was penal as well. So, wasn't the movie yeah, Wrong Florida. Turn? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm trying to think. It wasn't. It wasn't the remake of Wrong Turn actually based off one of the Aussie exploitation movies. Uh, I don't remember. Uh, I know it's a. I know it's a remake. Yeah, I think it was like it was one of those Aussie exploitation movies. Are you? Are you um, thinking? You're not thinking of Wrong Turn. You're thinking of. Uh, it's a movie where they're they're hunted down by the uh, the truck driver. Right, 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 right. Joyride. That's, that's the one you're thinking of. Yeah, Joyride. Is it Joyride? Okay. I think it's Joyride. I gotta look. I actually bought that documentary because that a, documentary is so yeah, good. There, there's <laughs> like, an old there's an old Aussie film that does that, that's about the same thing. Uh, somebody driving okay. to the outback and a and a truck driver ends up uh, stalking them. Um, right. Same, that's it, that's same it. story. Yeah. And uh, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is actually in it. Was, but... I don't remember that. I think so. I I got the documentary. I sorry. Yeah, uh, I remember watching that movie. I don't remember what it was called though. Yeah, but you know. I think Jamie. But you know what I'm talking about. So yeah, yeah. I think Jamie Lee Curtis was in that movie. I got like I said. I bought the documentary because that documentary is so good. And the shit that the Aussies got away with. Well, the, the crazy stuff that they would do with stuntmen that weren't stuntmen. <laughs> yeah, that's like the, you had like real like the second you had like the the assistant cameraman go like I can do that. Yeah. Like, the what? shit they did with those movies, man. And it's done by Quentin Tarantino, who did the documentary, too. Yeah. And he's a huge fan of all these movies. Because, and it's, like, what inspired yeah, that's why he made to Death do a lot of these movies. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, but, like, one movie had Dennis Hopper in it, and he was high the entire time. And they were like, yeah, it's cool. It's, it's just effect for the movie. So they kept on, like, giving him drugs and shit. I'm like, yeah. dude, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, there was, there was no real happen. benefit from it, though, because he became addicted to, to drugs, so... Right, but I, like you know, I guess it's okay. But like, <laughs> but after seeing that and then hearing like their video games get banned, like Grand Theft Auto can't make that. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. I've seen some that's, of your movies. That's your why movies I was like. Unreal. That's why I was like. That's why I said <laughs> I had to. I had to go find out. I had to learn why. Why is this where you drew the line? Like, how is Grand Theft Auto where you went? I we can't have it because I, I was fully expecting like nope, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven banned. Like I was totally expecting that. I think time. I. And then I they're mean, like, nope, after, it's completely, it's completely okay. I'm like, so why, why were you not okay with Grand Theft Auto? Which I think Grand Theft Auto now is allowed in, uh, I think the the latest one was allowed in, uh, in Australia, by the way. I think they just made some it, changes to it. That was about it. They might have, but I, I, I can get it because you're incentivizing the, yeah, it's the progression it has to do of with the, the game. The, the glorification of it. I'm like, well, you know, I guess, you know, I guess if your society decides that, uh, we're gonna add. We're we're gonna add some moral high ground now to ourselves and and stuff like that. And we don't want to promote this stuff. So okay, that I, I get that. Um, I don't know, man. That's that's still like I, I mean, think it's I, I think it's strange to limit it on to limit it on entertainment and things that don't correlate with real life. Like aren't, aren't yeah. promoting that you do this in real life. Um, I, I so, my biggest thing is like I I'm curious how. I think when the game comes out, if they're if it's going to be unedited, going into Australia, yeah, I'm curious how long it stays like that, because they probably don't know the entire detail of the game. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious how long it stays like that before they're like, you know, we're gonna have to start pulling this off the shelves or something like that. Um, we'll see. Or you're not gonna be able to get it digitally or something like that, whatever. But yeah, I was actually. I'm like with you and Miles. I was floored that it wasn't banned in Australia. 
All I know is I'm going to make a very different character than what I've ever been able to play before. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm excited for the game. I'm definitely getting it. <laughs> I've I'm never had really dick hands before. <laughs> I never had a penis as a nose before. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. Like, it, there's a lot of unanswered questions. Like, how? Like, how is that going? Like, are we going to see anything? Because I don't. Like, I don't think you're going to be able to. Whoa. Yeah. Well, what's how? How does yeah, how does this work? Because uh, based off of what they've said with the like with the sex scenes in the game, it's treated very much kind of like Mass Effect, where you don't really see anything. It's like you know, movement. soft cuts and and movement, yeah. and you know, seen here a butt cheek there, and that's about it. Right, but they said that the, there's a lot of nudity. Yeah, that, so. that's the feel that I got from uh, the readout on it was that there's there's plenty of full frontal, but no penetration essentially. So soft core, right? Soft core <laughs> porn. So uh, skin max. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So and I'm sure I'm sure they're gonna have a way or like you would have to accept an agreement or like you have to do a preset to where you're you allow it or not. Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, you could have a pre. It's it's kind of like what they did with um. Like you said, they oh, they they clearly came out and said it's not gonna it's not a game for kids. So, oh no! I mean, yeah. You know, and, and when you when it, you have Australia's. that kind of you know, when you kind of have that message, you know, brought you know, uh, uh, blatantly spoken, you kind of assume that yeah, we're not gonna try to censor this in any way. No, and 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 good on them for not doing that. I, I'd rather have a game that's actually meant to be what it is than. It yeah. held back. I know for what was it, Call of Duty Two, the Modern Warfare Two, you had the option to skip the uh, terrorist scene. They gave you that prerequisite and uh, option uh, before you hit that level, and it would have just it would have just said it happened. Maybe they'll do something similar to Cyberpunk, where you allow nudity or not. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, like some games, they allow the blood gore. You can actually have it turned off, and it's just. It's not. There's no blood or anything like that. So I could see them maybe going that route to kind of like give people the option. Like if you don't want to see it, then you don't have to see it. Just turn it off and all this, and it'll probably be like what did what did one guy say? It will have a uh, J.J. Abrams lighting in it no. where it's all. Lens that's what flare. Sony's gonna do. Lens flare. Yeah. Sony's yeah. probably gonna add lens flare to it to try and cover up any of the boobs and. It's gonna be and so much like lens flare. People are gonna have epileptic seizures. I'm not. I, I'm not get. I don't know what system I'm gonna get it on. If Sony does that, would, I'll definitely get it on Xbox. I would on PlayStation with the way they've no, been going with uh, no, sensors. Not yeah. a chance. Yeah, yeah, I'll go on Xbox with it. Um, I'm excited for the game. I, I, I can't wait for it. It's gonna be a blast to play. I think. I just like the idea of what the game is. I never played the role playing games or anything like that, but it it sounds awesome. It looks great, and I. It's, uh, hopefully you can get like that emotional attachment to your character that you created to where it actually means more when you're playing the game. Like, yeah, I want to have an emotional attachment it. with Keanu Reeves. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, we need to close out listeners. Thank you for listening to us. We really do appreciate it. Please go on Facebook, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. If you uh, want to keep your Twitter account, if you don't want to keep your Twitter account, we highly recommend that you get rid of it. Uh, or, just take a break from social media. It's really healthy for you. Follow us on podbean.com if you don't like iTunes. If you do like iTunes, subscribe to us on iTunes. Tell your friends about us. It's pretty much the only way we get around. This is Vargo. Eh, Miles. This is Loach. <laughs> Keep on geeking on. <laughs> We're out. Go to town and Mary Bond Uncle John. He claimed he has a music, but he having a lot of fun. Oh, baby. Yes, baby. 
All the flat top cats with the rock and roll queens, just a rockin' and a rollin' in the red and blue jeans. All around the world, rock and roll is here to stay. You can hear those jukebox jumpin' all night and all through the day. Ain't never no time for romance, they only wanna dance. The people are hollering to hit the floor, go cat go. All around the world, rock and roll is here to stay. You can hear those two box jumping all night and all through the day. Do the bar, the Texas ha-ha, shim, sham, shimmy, and they never, never stop. All around the world, rock and roll is here to stay. You can hear those two box jumping all night and all through the day. Never no time for romance, they only want to dance. The people are hollering to hit the floor. Go, cat, go. All around the world, rock and roll is here to stay. You can hear those jukebox jumping all night and all through the day. <laughs> <laughs> 